against the logic of submission. A distinguishing feature of the anarchist idea of revolution is the importance of the individual in bringing this about. Although collectivist ideology has dulled this realization even in most anarchist circles, it still manifests in such choices as abstention from voting and from military service. But for those seeking to, de to develop an insurrectional practice, this realization needs to go much further than a few abstentions. No revolutionary anarchist denies the necessity of large-scale uprisings of the exploited to destroy the state, capital, and every institution of power and privilege. But revolution is not a gift that falls from the sky or is granted by an abstract history. Actions of individuals help to build the circumstances which can make uprisings occur and can push them in the direction of generalized revolt. This means that rather than waiting around for the revolution like certain Marxists, trying to read historical signs so that one will be ready, it makes more sense that we anarchists consider ourselves to be in revolt at every moment of our lives and attack this social order without worrying about whether, quote, the time is ripe. Individual acts of revolt, which are easily repeated and imitated, provide the basis for the development of forms of mass action in which the individual is not lost and delegation is absent. That is to say, insurrectionary action that could destroy the present reality and open the possibility for creating a world in which every individual can grasp all that they need to fully realize themselves. But equally important to the anarchist recognition of the primacy of the actual living individual as opposed to the collectivized cog and to the abstract concept of the individual is the recognition that we need to become a certain sort of being a being capable of acting on our own terms to realize our own desires and dreams in the face of the most fierce and powerful enemy, this entire civilization, the state, capital, the technological system, etc. To live as a rebel, as a self-willed anarchist revolutionary, requires a great deal of will, determination, and spirit in the face of dizzying odds. Thus, one essential aspect of developing an insurrectional practice is the transformation of oneself into such a spirited, willful being. Such a transformation does not take place through therapy, but through attacking the social order both in its manifestations in the world and in oneself and one's relationships. An uncompromising cruelty may prove essential to the task, because there are so many chains to be broken, so many limits to be destroyed. As one comrade has said, the individual quest is, quote, the appropriation of everything that has been subtracted from one through family, school, institutions, and roles in order to find one's specificity, totality, and universality lost in the process of domestication and the construction of symbolic culture. So the point is to make the decision to take one's life back in its totality, a decision that requires just the sort of ferocity that will be necessary to demolish this society. And such a decision will transform all one's relationships, demanding a clarity that will leave no room for submission to the demands of social protocol, disrespectful tolerance, or pity for those who fear the energy of unchanneled desire more than its suppression. In making this decision, and the decision is only truly made as one acts to realize it, one is completely rejecting the logic of submission that dominates most relationships.